Well, hello, beauties, and welcome to another episode of Beauty in the Vlog. And like always, thank you so much for tuning in week after week. I am your host, Erica Vera, and I just love connecting with you guys and uploading these episodes where I'm chatting one-on-one and diving deep into very specific different elements of YouTube specifically for beauty, fashion, and lifestyle. So the topic that I'm going to talk about today is something that is maybe a little bit more advanced for those of you who are beginners, but for those of you who have been doing your channel for a little bit of time, this will probably prove to be very, very valuable information. So you definitely want to be taking notes and uh, check out the blog posts with this podcast, but the podcast obviously has a lot more detail to it. Um, So, you know, listen closely because we're going to be diving deep into one of the most important elements of YouTube, I would say, um, ranking, you know, Google ranking, what the YouTube algorithm and what YouTube determines as favorable for ranking and how it Uh, determines where your video is going to be ranked. So, you know, I am going to do another episode specifically about titles, descriptions, and tags, and things like that, because that all does fit into somewhat the YouTube SEO, and and that's a part of it. But the reason I want to start with this particular topic is because it's really probably the most important to YouTube. And because it's the most important to YouTube, it favors this particular element much more highly than any other component of YouTube SEO, and that is watch time. So before we get into that, that's my little intro, before we get into that, of course, like always, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm glad that you found Beauty in the Vlog. And make sure that you stay connected and take advantage of everything that uh, Beauty in the Vlog has to offer, including our Facebook group. The Facebook group is really fun and there's so many people there and everyone's supporting one another, asking questions. It's primarily uh, beauty, fashion, and lifestyle and bloggers, so not just YouTubers. So we've got a nice variety of people and um, I think we're almost, I'm probably by the time this airs, we'll be close to a thousand members in, in the Facebook group. It's obviously free. You can join, just search Beauty in the Vlog or I'll have it linked in the show notes. And uh, we do something kind of new. We just started doing are these monthly collaborations. So I will have the last one linked, um, which is a October one specifically for uh, a look for this October Halloween season, we did Scary Pretty. So amazing group of people that got together and did this theme of Scary Pretty. So definitely check out the playlist. And if you want to be included in the next month's collaboration, make sure you do join the Beauty and the Vlog Facebook group. All right, so let's talk about YouTube watch time. YouTube watch time is really, really important, but I'm going to get a little bit more specific here. We're going to talk about session watch time. So if your video generates a high session watch time, 
then YouTube is going to rank it favorably in search results and also bring it up in the related videos that are on the right hand side of your screen and also at the end of the video when it pops up uh, suggested videos as well. You want your videos to be pulling up on those right hand related searches and also um, anytime any YouTube makes any type of suggestion for videos. 50 to 60% of views on YouTube are either from searches made within YouTube or suggested videos. So a lot of people end up clicking on those suggested videos. So you really, really want your video to be pulling up in those uh, results. So what is session watch time? So basically, YouTube is not only looking at the amount of time that people spend on your video, like a one singular video, but the amount of time that people are spending on YouTube overall. So if your video ends up bringing somebody onto YouTube, either through a link that you might have shared, say on Facebook, on Instagram, you have a blog and maybe you shared a link to one of your videos there, maybe somebody else shared a link to your video, or either via search. So those two ways are, are ways that people can find, that, that people will come to YouTube. So if it's through search, like I said, so if someone's searching something and your video is the first one that they click on, to watch, or if they are clicking on a link from somewhere outside of YouTube, then those things count as basically um, the the first video that's being watched in YouTube. Like your any video that a person watches after that initial video counts as your session watch time. So that's really really important to think about. So say somebody clicked on a blog post that you had and you have a YouTube channel as well, they clicked on that link and was opened up a new window and now are watching your video. Even if they didn't finish watching your video and they decided to click on another video, say on the right hand side, um, or you know another link maybe in your description or on a playlist that you have, then that all counts towards your YouTube session time and YouTube ranks that very favorably. So that particular video, if say multiple people do that, or a lot of people end up doing that, or a lot of people end up say watching, you know, two or three videos um, as a result of you bringing people onto YouTube because of that one link, then that video is going to be further suggested on the right hand side or come up higher in search results. So keep in mind that if somebody is on YouTube and they're watching your video and then they decide to go and search for another video or they type in search, uh, a search term or something, then it starts over. So then you won't no longer count as that session time. So anytime somebody types in something new or search, goes back to the search bar, then that's considered a new session. So just keep that in mind. So, you know, one thing to think about is, is YouTube overall, like YouTube is a business, right? So the longer people stay online in YouTube, the more ads that they're going to watch and the more money that they're going to make. So that's YouTube's MO. Like they want people to stay onto YouTube as long as possible because the more people that are on YouTube, the more people that spend on YouTube, the more money they're going to make. That's just the nature of the business. So if you have 
a video or different videos or if you have a channel that causes people to stay on YouTube longer, then YouTube naturally is going to promote those videos or that channel. All right, so that is session watch time. So then, so that is different than, say, your video watch time, which is also important. Um, you want people to watch your videos as long as possible, uh, your individual videos. You, know, you don't want them clicking off after 15, you know, 15 seconds. So you naturally do want people to stay on your videos longer. I think it goes without saying um, because YouTube will not look highly on your videos if you are if people are clicking off because what that means, if they're clicking off after 15, 20 seconds, it basically means a few things. It means that your title or your thumbnail was misleading um, because if someone clicked on your thumbnail and they want to see your video and if they're clicking off right away, it just means that they are not seeing what they wanted to see. So that does not look favorable to YouTube at all. It means that you're clickbaiting or you're misleading people with your title and your thumbnail. And that was a, a big thing that YouTube is very like anti, very no-no. You don't want to mislead people. So it's, it's so just obviously it's important that people stay on your videos, you know, for the good duration of the video. But interestingly enough, the most important thing, like I said before, is session watch time, meaning the amount of time that someone spends on YouTube as a result of your particular video. So that's something to really keep in mind because there's a lot of different taxes and tactics and strategies that I'm going to talk about that relates directly to that. And they might be things that you're not doing or haven't thought about. So here's an example. Say you have a video that's pretty short say it's like four minutes long and people watch the whole video right they watch all of it that's great um but if but maybe they just stop watching it or maybe you use them for some reason have a link in your description that takes them outside of youtube to a blog post or to uh amazon or something like that whatever it is people are, are just watching your one video they're not watching any other videos Okay, so take that scenario. Then take another scenario that say the same four minute video, people maybe are only watching half of it or maybe three minutes of it, but it leads to them watching one or two other videos because it's part of a series. Then YouTube would actually find that more favorable because they're spending more time overall on YouTube. So it's just that that's something to, to think about as, as an example. Like, the session watch time is really, really, really important for YouTube. All right, so now the six tips. Okay, tip number one. Use the analytic reports that YouTube provides. Like YouTube provides quite a bit of uh, reports. They can seem a little bit confusing. I would suggest spending some time there, reviewing them, playing around with it. Uh, there's a lot of websites that tell go into detail about those reports. But the one specific that I'm going to talk about that relates specifically to watch time is the audience retention report. And I am linking a description from YouTube itself on you know, a little bit more about this report and showing you how to find it and where to find it. But basically, the audience retention report is used to see the average time watch on your videos for your entire channel. So you can 
go into this report to see overall the average time somebody watches your videos. So it'll say, you know, say six minutes is the average time that people watch your videos just overall of all your videos combined. But you can even drill down even more and see the average watch time for each individual video. Um, and then it lists which videos have the best average watch time as well. So you can get a sense of, you know, what people are watching, like which videos people like better. It's not just about views. Like that's where, where we're focusing now is watch time. I know a lot of people end up saying like, oh, I only have so many views or this many views. But another metric you really want to pay attention to is this audience retention report and seeing how much of your videos people are actually watching. So focus on those videos that have a higher average watch time. Those videos, you're doing something right. You know, you're doing something that's making people want to stay. Uh, I don't know what it is. <laughs> that's for you to take a look at and analyze and, and study. And what's interesting too is that you can see exactly where people are dropping off. So it'll have your video playing and it'll show where people are dropping off. And that's really important to study as well. Um, and you want to see like, you know, hopefully people aren't dropping off in like the first 20, 30 seconds that they're staying for a little bit of time. But if they are dropping off early, what's going on in that particular moment of time in the video? What's happening? What can you do to change it? So it can, you can really spend some time looking and seeing where, you know, people are dropping off and if people are staying and, and all that. So there in this report, there's two types of audience retention. There's absolute audience retention and there's relative audience audience retention. Now, absolute audience retention will show you the average views of every part of your video. So you basically use this report to evaluate where people are dropping off. Like I mentioned before, it's, it's kind of what I was talking about before. Just you can see, you know, what people, where people are dropping off and how many people are, are watching uh, your video at every single point in time. The relative audience retention shows you how your video compares to videos on YouTube of the same length. So it'll uh, say your video is seven minutes in length. It's comparing your video and where people are watching and staying and dropping off in your video compared to where people are staying and dropping off in all the other videos on YouTube of that same exact length and time. So it'll kind of um, show like a graph and say that, you know, this particular point in time, your video is anywhere from low, below average, average, above average, or high compared to other videos of the same length of time. So that's the relative audience retention. And that's an interesting metric to look at just to compare how your videos are doing against everybody else's and how those numbers like where it's dropped off. Is that normal? Is it not? You know, okay, is it high or low? And you can see some of your highest performing videos, you know, take a look at that audience, uh, that relative audience retention. And you can probably see points where uh, your video is ranked high or above average compared to other videos. And then look at your poorly uh uh, your videos are doing poorly and see where, where it compares to other videos as well in that relative audience retention report. All right, so that is the tip number one, audience retention report. So just remember audience retention report. I'll have a link to it and just spend some time in there. Take a look at it. The link that I am going to provide you um, is a description from YouTube itself. Also kind of pretty much explaining what I just explained. Um, 
uh, in more detail about this particular report. Tip number two, be concise and don't ramble. So I know this is something that, you know, can be hard, especially if you're newer um, and you're just maybe kind of starting to get into YouTube because it, it is difficult to really be concise in what you're saying and not going on and on and on. But it's really important to hone that skill, especially if you plan on making YouTube something that you're serious about. I mean, if it's just a hobby and you're doing it for fun, then, you know, do whatever you want. You, you know, you do that nothing really matters. But if you really want to make this, say, a job or a career or you really want to become a personality or something, then it does pay to pay attention and uh, be concise in what you're saying. So I spoke with uh, Maria in my channel critique about this, and I actually gave her some tips on how to do that. So I'll link her interview below um, in the show notes. But the reason why it's really important is because if you're a newer YouTuber, there's a very fine line between creating content that's valuable and entertaining to your audience and also putting a little bit of yourself into it. You don't want to do too much into kind of talking about yourself yet because I hate to say it, but people don't really care yet. You're, you're still building yourself up. You're still building your brand up. You're still building your value to the audience up. Once you have a little bit more of an audience and once you get people that are following you and wanting to know more about you, then you can kind of go on a little bit and talk a little bit more about yourself. But you don't want to come out right at the gate just kind of rambling about things and just saying random things here and there uh, just about your daily life. If, if the video topic is, say, you know, a tutorial or a review or, or something like that. So um, just be, be careful about that. It's a, very, it's a very fine line and you don't want to go overboard and going on and on about yourself because people are going to tune out, especially if you're doing that towards the beginning of the video. So, you know, if you, whatever your video topic is, just really hone in on that, focus on that, especially towards the beginning and give people what they want because if people are searching for a certain review, a tutorial or something, give them what they want. I mean, you still want to throw in a little but you definitely want to throw in your personality and all that stuff and your energy. You want that in there, but you just don't want to be rambling at the beginning, especially at the beginning of the video. So that is tip number two. <clears throat> Num tip number three, add some B-roll jump cuts and edits. Basically add some variety to your video to keep the audience engaged and to make it interesting. This is where basically, you know, upping your production value, learning a little bit more about editing, studying some of your favorite YouTubers and the types of videos they do. This is going to come with time, but the sooner you can figure this out, the better. Because adding that variety really will keep people engaged for the entire length of the video. Because remember, we're wanting people to stay Obviously, we're wanting people to subscribe and do all those things, and that's going to come naturally if you have good content. But for each individual video, if you're coming up in searches or people are finding you, you want to keep them. And by doing that is by keeping things engaged. And uh, one of my recent guests, Cassie, uh, otherwise known as Thrift Thick, talks actually a lot about that. And I'll link her interview as well. And she says that, 
what I think she thinks that contributes to her success is the fact that she keeps a lot of variety in her videos, that they're not just one note, that, you know, she shows herself talking and then she has a close-up of her talking and then she has a close-up of her doing the makeup and then she has a far away look of her doing the makeup and then she shows a close-up of the product she's a close-up of the packaging and then she adds the the different b-roll of her um, vlog throughout the day so there's a lot of variety in her video that keeps people engaged throughout the entire length and she did say that people generally stay the entire length of her videos so that has a lot to do with it and when you when you watch a lot of the youtubers that have been at it for a while that have those million plus subscribers they do exactly this they make their videos look really engaging and there's a high production value to it so i know it's not easy i know it takes time but if you can learn it and add that to your videos you will really probably see um, a lot of benefit and people basically staying longer and longer and longer watching um, your videos so this next tip is probably the best tip and probably the easiest to implement also, which is awesome. <laughs> uh, because, you know, saying, you know, the last tip I said, you know, kind of upping your editing game, that takes time and you need to learn and you need to practice. Same thing with um, being concise and that takes practice. You need to learn that. So they're all important skills to have, but I, I realize and understand it's not going to be super easy for everybody. But this next one can be easy for everybody. It's not too difficult. So the next tip, tip number four, is use playlists. So playlists are really important and really valuable and a little bit at this point still underutilized. And the reason for playlists goes with exactly what I was saying um, in the intro is that YouTube is really focusing on session time. And like I said, the session doesn't even have to be your own videos. It can be anybody's videos. But the more you direct people to a playlist, the more likely they are to just kind of binge watch and just watch your videos one after the other. Or, you know, I'm sure a lot of you guys do this too, you know, probably prop up a playlist while you're doing things around the house, doing dishes, sweeping the floor, doing whatever, you know, laundry, and you just have your, your computer up. Um, kind of with a playlist and a lot of people do that and or a lot of people just you know maybe they're there on their lunch break and they have an hour to just watch a playlist and there's many reasons why people would want to just pop up a playlist and that's great for you because that means that you're getting credit for all those videos that they're watching and they're watching more and more of your videos and more likely to watch it to the end because they're just going one after the other after the other so adding playlists is huge you should be adding playlists for every single type of like video that you have so if you have tutorials make a tutorial playlist if you have reviews make a review playlist maybe you have drugstore reviews maybe you have reviews of a certain brand maybe it's one of your favorite brands maybe you have like a ton of like Too Faced product you do reviews maybe you do a series because you have curly hair and you do it all about curly hair or maybe you have blue eyes and all about blue eyes anything that you talk about more than you know I'd say three or four videos make a playlist out of it and 
one important thing is don't forget about the description and the title of the playlist because those come up in searches as well. So the description and the title of the playlist is really important also. So don't forget about that. But you should have a bunch of playlists. There's no reason why you shouldn't. And if you're going to have those playlists, then you should be linking those playlists as often as possible. So whether it's in Facebook or Instagram or you have a blog or in the description of your uh, videos, uh, put put the playlist, put the playlist in there because instead of people clicking on one video, have them click on a playlist because that way they're more than likely, they're like, oh, all right, I'll just watch this next video and I'll just watch this next video. So they're much more likely to continue watching videos um, if, you if you connect them to a playlist. The other thing to think about too with your playlist is, and this takes a little bit of strategy and a little bit of of thinking ahead is that any videos within that particular playlist create the thumbnail so that they look similar so that they match and then it really looks like a series and um, those will you know those if, if those come up and things that are on a playlist usually more than likely also come up in those suggested uh, related videos on the right hand side so it's nice to see any videos that you're doing in that playlist have a very similar thumbnail look and they'll pop up on the right hand stand and visually people will be like oh okay you know because people might not always obviously find your playlist but if you have the thumbnails match and they come up on the right hand side then visually people will look at that and be like oh okay that's part of a series and you know I'll watch that video as well another little trick related to playlists is that when you're setting up your playlist you can click on this little button and um, it'll say set as you go under playlist settings and you can click on a button that says set as official series for this playlist. Definitely click on that button um, and because uh, it'll just show that YouTube like that's like an official playlist or something and basically you can't have that video in other playlists. Uh, so you can only that's the catch is that you can only have the videos in that playlist in that playlist basically saying like this is this very special series and everything should be kept together and so when it comes to related videos or whenever any of those individual videos are brought up in searches or people are finding them then pretty much your other videos in that series will automatically pop up as related videos so that's a nice little tip that'll help kind of get your videos um, you know coming up in related videos as well um, and say you're just getting started and you don't have that many videos, you can pull in videos of other people's that you can add to playlists. Like maybe you have, you know, a series and you want, you have other videos that you've seen that contribute to that series or you think like are a nice addition that people might like. You can put other videos in, in your own playlist. Um, it doesn't have to be just your videos. So, um, it, Get just so even if you are have a small channel and you you're just getting started just create playlists of some of your favorite youtubers or playlists of some of your favorite videos or makeup looks or if it's seasonal like take advantage of that you know oh my you know be favorite uh, halloween looks or the best halloween looks or you know best new year's eve looks or whatever it is um just create a playlist for that and people might be interested and click on it that's part of the reason why I started hosting these collaborations in my Facebook group because that collaboration of, you know, 25 whatever videos uh, and put it in, were put into a playlist and every single person in that collaboration linked 
put that link of the playlist in their description. So if people were watching it um, and they say, oh, I want to go check out the rest of the people in this collab, you know, and they, they can click on the playlist and hopefully more than likely it leads to people watching more videos than if they were to just click on that one link. So um, doing, you know, interacting with collabs, joining collabs where uh, there is going to be a playlist is also another way to have more people watching the videos, uh, even if you don't have, say, a ton of videos on your own channel. So that is a big tip. Use playlists. <laughs> uh, I can't, you know, I can't emphasize that enough and it's very easy to do. It's, you know, you can just a few clicks here and there and you've got your playlist. Uh, tip number five, have a strong hook. So, you know, the trick is to keep them staying until the end of the video because, uh, you know, that gives you longer watch time on that particular video. And um, if you listen to my podcast interview with Yarisa, she mentioned that and she said that's really, really big is, you know, to have kind of some kind of a hook or almost like a little teaser to keep people staying until the end um, of the video. So, I mean, you can even say at the beginning, like, you know, stay tuned at the end for awesome bloopers or if something funny happens, highlight that and say, oh, stay tuned at the end and you'll see this and that. Or um, I use the most amazing, incredible Holy Grail foundation um, halfway through to so make sure you you stay for that. Or at the end, I'm going to mention... Um, my favorite lipstick that I discovered and I get a million compliments on it. Whatever it is, you could always come up with something to get people excited to stay until the end of the video. So you can use that tactic every now and then and, you know, get people intrigued and, and wanting to watch the whole thing. And tip number six is tags. I know I said I'm going to make another video about tags, but this tag is more related to related videos. Um, and basically, um, and by related videos, then it helps people you know, stay on and have a longer uh, session time. But tag, when you're doing tags, always tag your channel. And also, if you're doing a playlist, doing a playlist of related videos, then use a phrase and use that same phrase in all of the tags. I'm sorry, in all of the videos. So, um, but always, you know, if you're going to tag, if you have your name, say for me, you know, I'll tag my name, obviously, and then tag, you know, Beauty in the Vlog, um, Beauty in the Vlog podcast or whatever, so that um, your videos are going to pop up whenever anyone's watching any of your videos. I mean, you don't want a whole bunch of other people's videos popping up on the right-hand side of the related videos and none of them be yours. Like, you don't want that. So by having YouTube know that all of them are related um, is, you know, you can add those tags um, in the related videos or at the end of a video uh, when they uh, suggest different videos. All right, so those are the six tips for... Um, increasing your session watch time and so you know let me know come on to the facebook group and we'll chit chat about this episode uh, leave a comment here on the blog um, uh, let me know if this was helpful for you if you've been doing these things if they've been working for you i uh, would love to hear your feedback all right guys well thank you so much for tuning in and i will see you in the next episode Mwah.